0: Welcome to Gondrepreneur, helping Gondrepreneurs grow and succeed in every sector of the cannabis industry. Gondrepreneur will introduce you to the cannabis pioneers who are paving the way for future generations. Learn about the shifting landscape of the market directly from the experts and get to know some of the leading minds in the industry as they tell their story of struggles and success. Now, CannabisRadio.com presents
1: Gondrepreneur. Hi there, and welcome to the Gontrepreneur.com podcast. I am your host, Shango Lose. The Gontrepreneur.com podcast gives us an opportunity to speak directly to entrepreneurs, cannabis growers, product developers, and cannabis medicine researchers, all focused on making the most of cannabis normalization. As your host, I do my best to bring you original cannabis industry ideas that will ignite your own entrepreneurial spark and give you actionable information to improve your business strategy and improve your health and the health of cannabis patients everywhere. Today, my guest is Jim Makoso, Vice President of Business Development at Voober Technologies. Voober Technologies is a developer of premium vaping pens and other products for cannabis concentrates, cartridges, and flowers. Over several years of research and product revisions, they have developed not only an exceptionally high quality line of products, but also a knowledge base about vaping that is exceptionally valuable. Welcome, Jim. Hello, Shango. Thanks a lot for having me. So, Jim, you know, vaporizing has come into existence in response to the dangers of combustion smoking. What's so off-putting about smoking joints that cannabis enthusiasts are turning to vape technology all of a sudden?
2: Well, you know, that's an interesting question. Specifically, um, what we're seeing out there is that joints in general or other combustible forms of consumption, it leaves users with that smell of cannabis and Although it's legal in this state, in Washington, there's still a stigma nationwide about the smell of cannabis as it being a gray area type of substance. So vaporization is different in that when you're vaporizing these products, you usually don't get that smell, uh, that lingering smell that's associated with smoking joints.
1: But in addition to that, Jim, isn't there something that combustion does to the lung that you don't get with vaporization?
2: Absolutely. There's a whole different process of vaporization when compared to combustion smoking. Vaporizing cannabis is a more efficient way to consume the product in that it utilizes more of the essential cannabinoids and terpenes of the product more so than combustion smoking. So there is a scientific process that's happening there, which makes it more beneficial to the user in the efficiency or the amount of cannabinoids consumed in the same volume, let's say, in a gram.
1: So you're going to get more bang for your buck, essentially. You're using it more efficiently so you know, your money and your, and your medicine goes farther than it would normally if you were just burning the plant straight. That's right. H- how about the effect on the lungs? I know that a lot of folks are moving to vaporization just because they feel that their, their lungs stay healthier over time.
2: Yeah, that's an interesting point. So basically what happens when you combust or when you burn cannabis, you're getting up to really, really high temperatures. And those high temperatures are changing the actual chemical compounds, the nature of those products into something else. And, and some of those things can be are carcinogenic or have known to be cancer-causing. Vaporization is different in that when you vaporize these products – You're only heating it up to the point at which it vaporizes or changes from a solid to a vapor, which you inhale. It doesn't go past that point. It's a a lot cleaner product to consume where you don't get as many of the nasty carcinogens or any at all if you're using a good vaporizer.
1: So I can almost hear our audience ears perk up when you mentioned cancer-causing attributes in cannabis, which people will be like, "No, no, it's not in there anywhere." But so let's draw down on that a little bit. Can you get really specific about what cancer-causing agents you're talking about?
2: Yeah, absolutely. Specifically, and this is this has been scientifically proven. I'm not a scientist, but obviously, we've worked with. A few scientists and and have read a a number of reports as we've done our research into vaporization for our own purposes. There are specific compounds when heated up to higher temperatures, terpenes in specific, which are the aromatic or the flavor-producing products within cannabis. When you heat them up to very, very high temperatures, i.e. combustion, when you're burning these things, it's changing the state of these compounds from what they are, aromatic terpenes, to some of these nasties called carcinogens, specifically the ones that people are the most concerned about are uh, one called benzene and another called toluene. And I'm not a scientist, so I don't want to get into the details of those compounds. But what has been proven is some of those compounds, as well as many others, have been known to cause cancer in certain instances and in certain concentrations over longer periods of time. Probably the reason why people aren't seeing these compounds as associated with cannabis is because cannabis has compounds in it that work against these compounds to help prevent those things from happening. But certainly, anytime you heat up these products to exceptionally high temperatures by, through burning them, you are getting some of these carcinogens.
1: So Jim one of the things that people really like about vaporizers is that you can choose the temperature both for the efficiency like we were talking before and so that you can release specifically the terpenes and the different cannabinoids that you're targeting. Tell us a little bit about the different temperatures and the volatility of the cannabinoids and why using a pen is a different experience than for example using your bong.
2: That's a great question and here at Boober Technologies you know, one of the biggest things we do is offer people the opportunity and, and share with them the opportunity to understand that this is a different experience. This is a new way to consume cannabis, unlike maybe the traditional ways that they consume. Specifically, when it comes to terpenes and cannabinoids, you have uh, hundreds and hundreds of different compounds in any given flower. And of those compounds, we know, obviously, we know of THC, which is, you know, what Dr. Mishulam isolated back in the 60s as the psychoactive compound. But of course, the buzzword these days is about CBD or cannabidiol, as well as many other compounds that are in the plant. Those are cannabinoids. Those are unique to this plant, to cannabis specifically. The terpenes in the plant, those are not unique to cannabis. Terpenes you see across the board in all flora and fauna in the plant kingdom. And specifically. These compounds, every one of them have their own boiling point or their own point at which they change from a solid compound to a vapor in the case of terpenes where you smell it or in the case of cannabinoids where you're able to consume it to get the beneficial effects. The different boiling points are what ultimately allow you to get that full experience. So when you, let's say, hit your cannabis on a bong with the lighter, you're basically burning up all of the terpenes and cannabinoids in that product and so you're getting the what they call entourage effect of all of those compounds combined of course you're getting some of the nasties there and it's been proven that you're only consuming about ten to fifteen percent efficiency that's what you're getting out of it whereas compared to vaporization you're hitting those boiling points at every point on the way up and we've seen studies of vaporizers getting an eighty to eighty five percent efficiency in the same mass of material. So the benefit in that vaporizer is that you're hitting all of the boiling points all the way up the profile, all the way up to those higher boiling points of those cannabinoids, the really high cannabinoids.
1: I follow what you're saying. So by using the efficient targeting of the temperature, we're getting more of what we want and less of what we don't.
2: Yes, that was a very simple and a lot easier way of saying what I just said.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Right on. Thanks, Jim. Well, hey, Jim, we're going to take a short break and be right back. You are listening to the Gontrepreneur.com podcast.
0: After a short message from the sponsors who made this show possible, Gontrepreneur will return.
3: Find out why you should trust your website with Orange Hill. Contact Orange Hill for a consultation today at orangehilldevelopment.com Educator, author, and advocate, Dr. Mitch Earlywine is here to tackle the burning issues. And I'm here to clear up the myths about cannabis and burn them away with science. CannabisRadio.com presents a no-holds-barred platform that seeks to redefine and revolutionize the entire scope of the cannabis culture while opening the door for more to join the cannabis crusade. Dr. Kevin Hill. You can't ignore the fact that, like alcohol,
2: most people who use don't have a problem. So I think that you need to think about policy in that way while educating people properly about marijuana. I think that's the way to go
3: burning issues only on CannabisRadio.com
0: We're back to help Gondrepreneurs grow. You're listening to Ganjapreneur only on CannabisRadio.com
1: Welcome back. You are listening to the Godrepreneur.com podcast. I am your host, Shango Los, and our guest this week is Jim Makoso of Boober Technologies. Before the break, we were talking about how much healthier it is to use vaping technology, either vaping pens or cannabis flower pens, versus traditional ways of smoking a joint or a bong, specifically because being able to choose your temperature means that you're going to get more of what you want and less of what you don't. Jim, I can imagine that there are certain things that you're missing uh, from the traditional you know, marijuana smoking experience when you go over to vaping. A lot of people talk about vaping having a different kind of a buzz. You know, for better or for worse, it does seem to have a little bit of different feeling to it. What explains that?
2: There are, you'll see a lot of different studies about this specific debate because this is a, a hot debate for those of us that are in the vaporization space. I'm not a scientist. I've said that earlier in this podcast, but specifically what I think is the difference, and this is just my opinion, but what I think the real difference is when you are smoking or combusting some of these products, I do believe that that smoke that has some of those nasties in it, or let's just say higher temperature carcinogens in it, are also adding to the effect. From a vaporization standpoint, If you ask somebody who, say, does a dab, for those that don't know what that is, just a really specific high temperature concentrate vaporized experience, some of those people are getting stronger sensations than, say, when they just consume flour and still have that whole effect of the extent of time in which they have the experience as well as the level at which they have that heightened experience or the sensation of being high. It really depends on two things. One, the person – Every single person is going to have a different experience, but two also is what they use to consume, how they vaporize it, be it a dab, a high temp vaporizer, or, you know, some of these cheaply made Chinese vaporizers, which definitely aren't getting the job done.
1: You know, I I don't want to go down this path too far, but it has been brought up on this podcast before that folks are looking into dabbing, especially really hot temperature dabs, that they vaporize so much terpene at once that terpenes at a certain point become toxic and that is why how sometimes when people are going to do, you know, especially a monster dab, that they get something in addition to the traditional cannabis experience where, you know, their head feels like it's going to explode or something. Uh, I'm going to be really interested to see (laughs) how that research plays out about whether or not, you know, dabbing gives us, you know, terpene toxicity. It's going to be interesting to see how that plays. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, you know, some people say that with vaporization, you get less of a stony buzz. It's a little bit more of a of a clean-headed buzz. You know, you do a lot of focus groups with patients and just recreational enthusiasts.
2: What kind of feedback do you get about that? Yeah, you know, that's a great question and and specifically, you know, what what we're finding as people who work in these spaces and and deal with the consumers firsthand as well as other folks that sell these products, what we're finding is that really the experience is based on the products being used, specifically the vaporizers being used, as well as the concentrate or flour being consumed. Typically, when it comes to effect outside of, let's, let's exclude the vaporizer. If you have a very efficient vaporizer to consume it, the effect is based on just the person's endocannabinoid system, in, in other words, their body and the way that they consume it, as well as the products that they're consuming. You know, different terpenes are responsible for different effects. Different concentrations of cannabinoids are responsible for different effects. And you add that into the pharmacological aspects of how a person's body works, you're going to get a different effect. Two people with the same substance could have two totally different effects in the way in which it affects them. So that's kind of what we're seeing here. We're not seeing a static situation where every person is having the same level of effectiveness given a product.
1: You know, I've had that experience myself with just taking the same flower out of the same bag and using it two different ways. So say, say, for example, take some Blue Dream and have it in a joint. And then later on, take that same Blue Dream and put it in the vaporizer. And I'm having two different kind of medicated experiences. And that's From what we're talking about, that's likely because when I'm smoking the joint, it's releasing one full set of terpenes and cannabinoids into my body. But when I vaporize it, it's targeting a different set. And so really, I am intaking two different sets, which would give me two different experiences. Absolutely. So, you know, you mentioned um, some of the cheaper pens that are coming from China, and God knows that I've been past those at events, and, you know, they feel different in the hand and they hit oddly. What would you suggest that people look for when choosing a vape pen? It seems like everybody's in the market now selling these things from, you know, local head shops that have got them branded with their own logo on them to new startups from outside the cannabis industry who are jumping in to make a quick buck. What should folks who are shopping for one look for? in a decent pen
2: that's an interesting question because when we first got in the market we were one of those people that was shopping you know let's say less quality product and just trying to find a niche in the market as we were learning you know keep in mind this was a couple years ago it took us some time to understand the nuances of vaporization technology and how to improve them thankfully shango you've been a very big critic at as it were to help us get to a, a better level of finding product one of the most important things when it comes to vaporization is specifically the atomizer the atomizer is the heating element inside of every single vaporizer that you will find from the e-cigarettes that you see out there with the you know where people are blowing these big clouds to the vaporizers that we're creating consume specifically flour concentrate and some of these uh, pre-filled cartridges the heating element is what ultimately determines the level of quality of of the vapor being produced, the efficiency of that vapor production, as well as the long-term potential health or benefits or you know, negative impacts that it could have. So what you want to look for in a vaporizer is specifically a quality heating element or an atomizer that has a well-known substances inside of it. For instance, with our vaporizers, specifically with our concentrate vaporizer, we use a ceramic wick and a titanium coil. You know, We find that that produces the most consistent quality of vapor, as well as has the best, in terms of long-term health benefits, is the most well-known to be the safest. Um, Obviously, as we kind of develop and as we become a little bit more knowledgeable about the longer-term effects of these substances, obviously, we'll be able to address that in more detail. But specifically, the quality of that atomizer is what is ultimately going to determine the quality of the vapor production.
1: You know, what you just said about your product will evolve as the industry learns more with cannabis still being a schedule one, a lot of the basic manufacturing and usage research that you would want as a manufacturer probably doesn't even exist yet because the science community has not been able to go at cannabis extracts and concentrates like it would other products in other industries because they just can't set up trials and do all the
2: testing because it's been illegal. That's absolutely right, and we're hoping to becoming a bigger part of that equation. Currently, we do not have a scientist, let's say, per se, on staff, but we do continually consult with PhD-level scientists, thermophysicists. There's one in particular that works at the University of Washington, owns his own company that consults with us on things that we should be thinking about in order to be better at this. Keep in mind, we're a small Washington startup that is just trying to make a difference in this space. As we've grown and become more successful, we're finding that a lot of the questions that we have are questions that are industry issues. So we find that as we solve some of these issues and become more knowledgeable, we're able to add value and you know, speak with folks like you and educate people on specifically what to look for, what to be aware of, and how to use these products effectively. I can see how that would be a two sided coin
1: for sure, because since you're one of the earliest folks in the market in one of the earliest states to begin normalization, you're kind of reinventing the wheel. you know you are having to do a lot of the groundbreaking research to figure out how best to you know meet your customers' needs, and then once you nail this down, folks who come to the market after you will be able to learn from your successes and errors and and just to get the benefit of all that i guess that's I guess that's one of the challenging parts of being a trailblazer. <laughs>
2: Absolutely. But, you know, as a business person, it can be re- very rewarding as a consumer and a cannabis enthusiast myself. You know, this is fun. We're doing something different. We're a part of history and changing the way that people experience cannabis. And here at Vuber Technologies, that's been our credo since the beginning as a vaporizer company. You know, it's not glamorous. It's not as you know, sexy as, if you will, as growing pot or as creating extracts. But it is just as important in telling the story of this new generation of educated and informed cannabis consumers.
1: Yeah, yeah. Jim, so um, in the last six minutes, I want to hit the other two kinds of pens that we, we've kind of talked around but not hit. I want to talk about the cartridges. And mm-hmm. specifically, I'd like to see you to speak to propylene glycol because I'm going to talk about how to choose a good cartridge and then also talk about vaping flowers. And the differences between that kind of a pen and an oil pen. So, wow. and then and then we'll wrap up and get out. All right. Sounds good.
0: After a short message from the sponsors who made this show possible, Ganjapanor will return.
3: to bonds, to personal, from life to health, and more. Contact the team at KarcherInsurance.com and let our experience work for you. That's K-A-E-R-C-H-E-R Insurance.com. Contact Karen and the team at Carter Insurance at one 844 421 3560 That's 844 421
2: 3560 MJWellness.com, the largest medical marijuana community in the world. Connect with thousands of patients, doctors, industry leaders, and businesses through shared personal experiences along our worldwide network. Discover new therapies and benefits with content tailored to you. Come grow your network on mjwellness.com. You're not alone. Your wellness matters. Learn, live, and thrive. Check out mjwellness.com today. What am I smoking? I'm smoking concentrate.
1: <laughs> Way to get out of the answer there. So you're truly like the, the, the king, right? You just have you just clap your hands and somebody brings you a bowl and you're all set, right? Mm, I wish
3: that were the case. <laughs> the Grow Show with Kyle Cushman, only on CannabisRadio.com.
0: We're back to help gondrepreneurs grow. You're listening to Ganjapreneur, only on CannabisRadio.com.
1: Welcome back. You are listening to the Gontrepreneur.com podcast. I am your host, Shango Lose, and our guest this week is Jim Makoso of Boober Technologies. So, Jim, we've been talking a lot about oil vaporization pens, and mostly the kind that has got the ceramic bowl on the inside, and you go ahead and you slather some of your own wax or oil inside of that, and you go ahead and vaporize. But you know, the cartridges themselves are starting to get very popular. In fact, I really like my cartridge pen for when I'm on the go or at a, you know, at a cannabis convention because of its overall convenience. And for folks who aren't familiar, the cartridges are these clear vials, if you will, and they've got the cannabis oil in there and it's more viscous. And so it, it goes down a little bit of a wick and it, it hits a heating point on a battery and it vaporizes that way. And so those themselves, you don't, normally don't fill yourself at home with wax that you may have produced. These are something that you're going to more usually buy at a medical or a rec store. So, Jim, let's talk about these. They're super convenient. People really like them. There's a lot of variety in them too. Some folks are better extracting oil for that purpose than others, and some folks are are delivering a cartridge that is just oil, and some folks are using a fluid to help bring it to the right viscosity, and sometimes they add propylene glycol. Sometimes I've seen coconut oil and also vegetables. Vegetable glycerin. So as somebody who makes the pens that accepts these cartridges, what would you suggest for people to consider when they're choosing a cartridge to use in their
2: vaporizer? That's a great question. And let me preface with a disclaimer. I sell hardware to every manner of processor there is. Some of those who use coconut oil to cut their or so-called dilute their cannabis extract in order to be able to vaporize in a cartridge. Some that don't. From a business perspective, we're very happy to educate and work alongside a lot of our customers to help them figure out whatever their solution is, whatever they want to produce. We help them get to that end product. That's something we do here as, at Vuber Vaporizers. As a consumer, um, personally, I prefer the products that don't use propylene glycol, coconut oil, or any other cutting agent to dilute my cannabis extract. There are companies out there that produce a product that is clean that has no additives, that is just cannabis and some terpenes. And that's the product that I prefer. Typically, for any consumer out there, for their own knowledge, you should do a bit of homework on the product that you're picking up. If they're cutting it with propylene glycol in order to get it to vaporize in a cartridge, do your research. As of right now, propylene glycol, vegetable glycerin, and coconut oil are all what they call generally safe to consume. But there is no real long-term research on the health impacts of consuming, inhaling, in other words, vaporizing these products and inhaling them. All of those studies that deemed it generally safe to consume are based in ingesting it. You know, Propylene glycol and vegetable glycerin, vegetable glycerin is just vegetable oil, similar to the vegetable oil you would cook with at home. It's just a purified version of it. Propylene glycol is basically an additive in many of the foods, candies, and things like that that you find out there in the market. So. You know, these are things that we've been putting into our bodies for, you know, the last 40 years or so. The difference is we don't really know from an inhalation standpoint the long term impact that some of these compounds have. With that being said, we work with all of our customers that do, in fact, some of them use propylene glycol, some of them use vegetable glycerin, some of them use coconut oil, some of them use a substance called PEG or polyethylene glycol. So, you know, we we work with all of these companies and we just advise end consumers, do your homework and find the ones that work best for you. It brings out the fact that doing extraction
1: is continually an evolving art form. And these artisans that are able to use their extractors to bring out a final product that's properly viscous to go down the wick without any adulterants, that's a pretty talented team to do that. It definitely requires some skill, for sure. Well, thanks, Jim. That's actually quite a bit to consider when thinking about buying a cartridge. Thanks for joining us today. Thanks for having me, Shango. Jim Mikoso is Vice President of Business Development of Boober Technologies. You can find the Gontrepreneur podcast in the podcast section of Gontrepreneur.com. You can also find us on the Cannabis Radio Network website and in the Apple iTunes store. You can read interview transcriptions on our home website at Gontrepreneur.com thanks to Brasco for producing the show. As always, I'm your host, Shango Los.
3: The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com.